Uh, often people talk about the peace that you'll know when we allow Jesus to come into our hearts. They say, you know, what you need for peace in life is to allow Jesus into your hearts. And glibly we sometimes say and sing, what a friend we have in Jesus. Take everything to God in prayer. And verse 27 says, peace I live with you, my peace I give you. What does this actually mean to the world that we live in today? I'm a person who believes that the Bible needs to speak into the context of where we are today. It's not a historical book that speaks just into the time, but it speaks into our lives today. So what does this mean to the world? In simple terms, people might say, well, Jesus has come and left his peace with us. And yet we know that the world is simply not at peace. We see nations fighting nations. We see religious groups fighting religious groups. We see violence, not peace, in Belfast over the flying of a flag. Uh, We see violence in London and other cities and over our patch of land, uh, that gang culture. Across the land we see uh, violence, uh, not peace, against authority often shown as violence towards the police. We see families breaking down. We see dispute over children. We see uh, dispute over material matters. We see families bust up over the matter of wills and many other areas that you might be able to name. And uh, even this week, we saw that uh, destructive nature of the gun as uh, the Blade Runner, as he's known, uh, got involved. We don't know the truth of the story. Uh, So peace doesn't seem to be in the world. The world is not at peace. And yet Jesus has said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. And later in Paul's writing, uh, we see him say in Philippians 4, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Perhaps this is the verse that helps us to understand more about what my peace I give to you is about. The peace of God which transcends all understanding. We don't actually fully understand what the peace of God might be. What is it about this word and process that we do not seem to get to grips with? Uh, Even if we did see what our minds immediately turn to when we think of peace, it would still not be the peace that Jesus was talking of as he says these words. Just listen again to the whole sentence. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. And then he says, I do not give as the world gives. This is not the peace that the world expects. It's not the peace that the world gives. Perhaps underlying the issue is that we have to accept in faith what God is giving when he gives peace. But this is not the peace as the world thinks of peace. Uh, It's not that that world where there is no arguing or war or battles on the street or disputes in families. But this is a peace from God which, as Paul says, is uh, transcending our understanding, getting beyond our understanding. We really cannot get to grips with it and put a clear definition on it because we cannot understand it fully. Which is actually quite a good thing because it places our trust in God and in God alone. And in our lives we will have, uh, or if we're smaller in size, we will have yet to come things which are a struggle, which do not seem to be peaceful as the world understands it. And yet we will still know peace in our hearts. The peace which Jesus talks of is a peace which is deep inside, which is why the pains and trial of life 
as we've heard about this morning. Uh, in those pains and trials of life, we can sometimes say we're peaceful with it. It's extraordinary that when you go to the bedside of somebody who's dying, who knows Jesus, we can say they're at peace. They are fully at peace. Peace can still be there in the trials and tribulations of death in this world. And you know, I was, I was talking to a friend about this the other day uh, when I was talking about what I was doing this morning. And he said, he said, Jesus is the Prince of Peace? Oh no, I don't think that's right. He said, I know that's what it says in the Bible. He, he said, I think he's the King of Peace. He's no longer a prince. He's now the king because he's gone to the cross and he's, he's been buried and, and rose, risen from the dead. So he's the king of peace. And uh, so that, that's good. Good. We, we, some of you might still be wondering, um, what is the point of following this teacher called Jesus? If you're somebody who's still discovering uh, about Jesus, then um, I, I pray that this morning you'd come and speak to me or speak to one of the leaders of the church and, and try and discover more about Jesus. Um, and, you know, of course, we want peace in this land. We want peace uh, with our neighbours and with our disputes and uh, with our work colleagues and so on. And, and the world wants peace. We've got loads of countries here that have been named where we're, we're looking for a complete peace. Uh, but most of all, uh, the peace we need is the peace with God himself, the peace that passes all understanding, the peace which invades our hearts so that we can sleep uh, and live despite the uncertainty and pain and disappointment of life, which will come to all of us at some stage. So don't be put off that all is not well with the world yet. Uh, when you come to know the peace of Jesus, you will discover a new framework for life. The peace that is being talked of by Jesus here is the shalom peace of God. This Hebrew word shalom carries a much deeper understanding of the meaning of the word peace, uh, not as the world gives. Literally translated, shalom means a state of safety, but it carries much more than that uh, understanding in Scripture, where it points to a, a sense of completeness and wholeness. Shalom describes the actions that lead to a state of soundness, or, or better yet, wholeness to come. Uh, so when we say the peace of God be with you, as we share the peace with one another, what we're asking is that God will come and bring a wholeness to your life. Not a shallow wholeness, sort of a sense of peace, but a full wholeness to your life. Uh, it describes, uh, Shalom describes a process. It describes an activity. It describes a movement towards fullness. So the use of the word Shalom as, as peace can mean to make amends, to make good, to be or, or make peace to restore uh, in your life, to bring prosperity and wellness and well-being into your life. And the use of shalom in the scriptures always points towards that transcendent action of God in our lives, that thing that is difficult to understand. It's always used in the reference, as a reference to the well-being of other people, whether that's states or people or, or communities. The wholeness of shalom peace through justice and truth, inspires the words of hope for the work expected of the Messiah Jesus and his revelation as the Prince of Peace. So this is the peace that Jesus talks of in John 14, the shalom peace, the full wholeness, well-being peace that we can know through Jesus. But following Jesus is a bit of an adventure. 
and it has its ups and downs and unknowns to come. But in all this, we still can know that shalom peace of God.